So I am doing a solo conversation, which will be a little awkward because I don't have somebody to get into dialogue and, you know, expand the mind. Yet I thought it was important. Um, I'm in the season of death. There's been several people that have transitions around me. And there's been some very you know, heavy conversations, very charged conversations. And I want to speak about my own experience. Some of you may know that eight years ago, um, I was hospitalized and I was told I was going to die. My body had completely shut down and um, I was like almost an invalid. Couldn't walk, couldn't formulate thoughts, couldn't speak or anything. So in that, you know, I had to face my mortality. I also had to face my irresponsibility. You see, in my mind before this event was that if I got a will, that was going to bring on death to me. I know, such a fear-based thought. Yet that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be an omen and, oh, it's going to be over. And you, you, if you speak about it, that's what you're going to bring into your life and all this stuff. So I had to do my will on my hospital bed, have a lawyer come in. And I even had to find somebody on the floor to witness it because he couldn't. And then my family member couldn't. So I had to find some person on there. And it couldn't be one of the nurses because that would be a conflict of interest for them. So, um, yeah, I had to, thankfully, I found another visitor and they were willing to uh, sign the document. The lawyer looked at me in such awe, like, you're really just going and talking to people? Yet um, that has been one of my gifts of just talking to people. And then I had to have... um, challenging conversation with my son and what was going to be in that well. That was, um, I get choked up when I talk about this because the tears come because I have to see on the other side what my son, I can only taste it a fraction of what he was experiencing because, you know, my mother's never put me in this experience. So I can just try to resonate with any deep angst of fear of death, of how that would feel for him, and the irresponsibility of myself as a parent to put him through that. You see, the twins were only three at the time. Well, no, they had just turned four. Sorry. When I got sick, they were three. Yeah, when I got hospitalized, they were finally four. And, you know, that's an overwhelm for this child. So yeah, I um I had that difficult conversation. And uh I'm thankful for the people that were in my life that, you know, were able to put this in place for me. Was able to find the lawyer for me, um, get the will done. They even, you know, paid for it, which I am not ever going to forget. My gratitude is endless.
I've had some real warriors and angels in my life and that they continue to be. So out of this experience, I would hope that you would listen to my lessons, my painful, painful lessons. If you don't have a will, please go get one. Yes. Go get a will. Do not leave the burden with your loved ones and your family members, your friends or whoever, you know, will be left. Your partner, your kids, your children, I should say, sorry. Go get a will. Because you see the government and the institutes and all that stuff, they ain't going to listen to them unless they have that piece of paper. And those loved ones will have to fight real hard. And they already have a burden of having to go through this transition of you not being here. So empower your loved ones by being responsible and getting a will. The second thing I would say is get some life insurance. Thankfully, I had that in place before I got sick. And I don't know, I think, you know, if you listen to the lessons or if you pay attention to things, when I got my life insurance, the person that um, sold it to me, they had never seen a policy be created so quickly. Like they, they had never seen it before. They were like, usually this takes a while. Like, I don't understand how this. And I was like, oh, and little did I know what I was going to be experiencing. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, things work in marvelous ways. It really does. So I would highly, highly suggest that you go get life insurance. That is one of the things that brings wealth to the next generations. Mm -hmm. Even if you have some parents or grandparents that are in there, and if you can go take life insurance, life insurance policies out on them. I know it might, they might, they're not going to might, they're going to be expensive yet. It's no different than an investment. And, you know, I know. It's difficult to hear about our mortality, yet the only thing that's certain is that everybody's going to die. We don't know when, we don't know why, yet it's going to happen. So if you want to create generational wealth, life insurance is one of those things. Or even just have life insurance that will, you know, cover the bare minimum of what your funeral arrangements are going to be. And that is my next thing. Please get into some dialogues with your loved ones with what your wishes are. Death does not have to be chaos. Okay? And it doesn't have to become all this argument within family members because nobody really knows what the person's wishes were. So then everybody starts arguing and yada yada. Be the responsible one. And start speaking about what your wishes are. Yes, you can plan 
for what you want your death to look like and how it wants to be. You know, you, you like even the serious conversations that if you fall ill and if you're hospitalized, do you want to stay on life support or you don't? Like, what are, what are your wishes? And even when you, you know, transition, like, if you know that you're becoming ill and you're in the hospital, do you want to go home and die? Like, what, you can have control of requesting what you want. It doesn't mean it's going to be actualized, yet at least your loved ones have somewhere, something to work with and how to navigate with. And then when you're having these dialogues about your wishes, be open to listen to them because they're going to be responsible with all these decisions that they have to bestow and make. So be open to hearing how they will be with having this big responsibility because it's a huge one. It's huge. And, you know, these conversations, you know, this simple thing, okay? Simple thing. Do you want to get buried? Or do you want to be cremated? Because a lot of times we think everybody's mind readers and they don't realize that, well, you know, well, our, sure, our religion says we're going to get buried. Yet if you didn't have the money, of course, go get me cremated because that's much cheaper than having to buy the coffin and a burial site and yada, yada. Like, don't put yourself in debt. Do it the economical way. Yet they don't know. You might be adamant that, no, I want to be buried. And then that's your responsibility. Well, are you creating enough funds to support that wish? Because I don't know if you've ever gone into, uh, had to experience burying somebody, yet those prices, (laughs) talk to some people that have gone through that. Even actually, yeah, talk to some people that have had to go through this funeral process and ask what they wish the person that transitioned would have done. Some you might hear like they were so well-organized and accountable that it was seamless. And other ones will be like, I wish they would have had conversations with me because I was left with a tsunami of things on top of my emotions of grief and, you know, navigating through all this pain and suffering. And having to make these decisions that I didn't even know if it was the right one or not, if I was honoring them. And that is a horrible thing to have to navigate through. So be accountable. Have those conversations. I know you might think, oh, I didn't even think about it. I am bringing that seed of start thinking about it and having dialogue. Do you want to be buried or do you want to be cremated? Where do you want to be buried? Do you want a bench that's created where people could just sit and, you know, reminisce on you that way? Or do you want a statue? Like, what do you want? And then even, do you want a viewing or you don't want a viewing? Who do you want at your funeral? Who do you not want at your funeral? There's all these things. Do you want a reception? Do you not want a reception? What are the wishes? What kind of music do you want at your reception? How do you want people to celebrate you? What would you like them to wear? What would you, if you want to be viewed, what would you want to wear through your viewing? How would you want your hair done? What kind of perfume? All these little details that let me tell you, somebody that has to bury their loved ones, that is a horrible burden to make those decisions of not knowing what what is exactly that they would want. 
I hope you can relate. I cannot consume coffee. It gives me the jitters, ups my anxiety, and then I crash. When I was approached by Magic Mind, I was skeptic that it was going to do anything because a lot of their ingredients I'm already consuming. And let me tell you, I was so wrong. There's this one ingredient that's called Bocopa Manieri, and that did magic for me. It removed the brain fog, diminished the procrastinations, and my decisions were met with action. And I tried this product with several scenarios in different days. I recorded a podcast all day. And let me tell you, if you don't know anything about podcasting, that is a brain drain. Yet I was able to stay alert and stay focused and be consistent with what I had to do. Another day I had a jam-packed day with clients. And again, brain drain. Yet I was able to be alert and show up with each person with aliveness and energy and be able to really deeply listen with them. Another day I had physical activity with the twins and anybody that's a parent, you know, cognitively that could be a little frustrating to meet their energy. And I was able to show up and play and be joyful with them. My mind was blown. Sharing is caring. And for you, the listener, for the next 10 days, I am able to offer you a discount. Yeah, a discount. Who doesn't like that? And you know what? It's 40% off your subscription. Go to the link www.magicmind.co forward slash lift. That's www.magicmind.co forward slash lift and use my discount code lift, L-I-F-T. You don't know what you need until you try it. And let me tell you how thankful I am I tried it because now I'm a subscriber and have much more energy. And these are the conversations of facing your mortality and being responsible not to burden those that are left on this side while you transition. You know, it's the one thing that's certain and guaranteed in life is our death, yet it's something that we don't want to talk about which is, you know, so immature in my perspective. I think the most mature way is to speak about this and remove the fear. I understand how challenging it is to face your mortality. I have gone through that fire. My body was shutting down. I was told I was going to die many a times. I still navigate without a diagnosis of what caused all that eight years ago. So I face my mortality daily. And I've had these conversations with my son of what I am looking at. And I am seeing an economical way. Due to me facing my mortality, I know I'm not this body. And those that need to celebrate me, they'll be there. Yet those that haven't been here along the journey, this isn't a way to appease other people. It's a celebration. And this is what I want when I transition is a celebration of life. That there's laughter, that there's dancing. And cry if you need to, yet move your feet while you're doing it. Find some laughter while you're doing it. Because I need you to still show up in life and keep moving on because you're still needed here. My part's done. I'll still be here in a different way. Yet I still need you to show up in your story and do what is needed for you to bring out your gifts for the rest of the world. 
So this is just what I wanted to bring forth. I hope that you'll have these conversations with your loved ones, with your friends, some co-workers. Let's start, you know, getting into the dialogue that are discomforting, get that are needed. Because, you know, how many times, like I would even challenge married couples of, do you even know what your partner wants? And some of you might be, um, hum, I really actually don't know. I really don't know what they would want. I have no idea. Yeah. Now imagine if you don't know, yet they're still here to answer the question. Imagine having that I don't know and them not there, but you have to take some decisions while you're in deep agony of pain and suffering. Remove the burden, guys. Be responsible. Step into the maturity. Get in those uncomfortable conversations. And like I said, talk to some people that have gone through this experience. Ask them what they wish was in place to facilitate and have ease with this process. I'm sure you know many that have already gone through this process. And if you don't, Google, find out. Even, you know, I would suggest you start Googling a death doula. Did you know that there are death doulas? Mm -hmm. The same way that you're ushered into this world is the same way that you can be ushered out. Yeah. I can help. Because this is a sacred space. It's a vulnerable space. It's a tender, gentle space. And it can bring up a lot. So when you have someone to guide you through it and hold space for you to feel it all, give yourself that gift. So until next time, guys, know that I'll be talking about death some more. I know this is a topic that needs to be brought to the forefront and for us to have dialogues now about it. Please remember to be kind to yourself. Be gentle. And if you can, pay it forward to a next person. Thank you for making it all the way to the end. I appreciate you and your time. If you found anything of value in this conversation, please share it out. Share it with others. Share it on your Facebook, your social media platform. Even heck, tag us in there. We're on all the social media platforms under Lift Oneself. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to talk about, send us an email. Info at Lift oneself.com and check out the website www.liftoneself.com. Until next time, please be kind to yourself. <laughs>